Welcome to our Arnie's birthday Zoom. This is a milestone birthday for Don Collar, and of course, in, in the in the Lafayette area in the Tippecanoe County and surrounding counties, Don Collar is a, a well known uh, coach, not only at Purdue but he's coached at several high schools in the area. And uh, we asked, talked offline about. Uh, I said, "Well, what's it feel like to be uh, to, to be the Big Seven O?" And he said, "Well, I don't know. It's just a new experience." But uh, happy birthday to you, and welcome to our Arnie's birthday Zoom. Thanks, Alan. Good morning. Yeah, you know, you have the have the that, and I always ask about uh, birthday traditions, whether those were ones growing up or ones with your family. Now, uh, what do you remember about your birthdays? Uh, you probably, as much as you've been involved with football over the years, this has always been a football time of year for you. I'm feel relatively certain. So, uh, tell me about that and what did that experience was like for you. Well, I think. Uh... You know, probably the things that we do now are, are probably the most important with our two children. Yeah. Um, they, uh, you know, we it's 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 usually kind of a, a a respite because you have to take some time off to to spend some time uh, with the family, and that's always a good thing at this time of year. So I think uh, you know just the fact that we have a cake uh, this year. <laughs> our daughter is actually uh, she's in charge of designing the cake, so I really don't know what's going to happen, but. She really takes a lot of pride in, in in that kind of stuff. So I'm looking forward to see what she has. Where any special food items that you usually have on, a, on on the birthday, or even the ones growing up that your folks might have made for you? No, not really. I don't. Uh, you know, uh, we like we like to have pulled pork and that that yeah. kind of stuff. Now, hamburgers, you know, cheeseburgers, but we're not real fancy when it comes to birthdays. Usually, uh, it's not something that we go crazy about. It's more about. Uh, just, you know, having the cake and being with the kids. Yeah, no doubt. All right. So we, we there is a football game tomorrow and a big one for Purdue when the Boilermakers take on Nebraska. And you're obviously a pretty keen observer of college football, uh, been around coaches a lot. An interesting experience because Nebraska, Purdue's going to play interim coaches over the next two weeks. Uh, Nebraska certainly has at least righted the ship a little bit uh, by winning its last two games. You know, as you've watched Purdue this year and, and I'm sure watched your share of college football, uh, what do you see about tomorrow night and some of the challenges maybe you, you can relate from a coaching standpoint of uh, that interim uh, tag and what challenges that may bring not only for Purdue, but maybe for Nebraska? Yeah, I think uh, one thing has to do with the kickoff time. 7.30 is a long time yeah. to wait to go yeah. play the game. You know, you don't – uh, I always thought it would be – it was good – to get up and go play, you know, and yeah. and now you wait around and you watch other games. I think sometimes you have to be cautious about not getting lethargic. So I think that's, that's difficult for both teams. Um, I think uh, the other thing is, is that the, the Nebraska kids, they, they have something to prove because they, they've lost the coach that was really in, responsible for bringing them to that campus. So they have something to prove that way, but, you know, Purdue's got a nice team this year. They've uh, they did a nice job in the transfer portal and uh, they got some kids that have really made some contributions, but they also have, uh, I think that their offensive line, their defensive line are, are performing quite well. They're running the ball much better than they have in previous seasons. And I think the defense is making stops when they really need to make them. So uh, they're, they're playing uh, a style of a game that seems to be, uh, um, they, they they seem to work off of each side of the ball. Not one yeah. side's really stronger than the other. They it's kind of a mutual type thing, which is really important. There needs to be a balance between those those two areas, plus include, including special teams. You know, you look at uh, your you came to Purdue and joined 
Joe Tiller's uh, staff and administrative staff in what in 2000. So you're around Drew Brees, but you're also around Kyle Orton and other other really good quarterbacks at Purdue. How do you how do you size up Aiden O'Connell and what he's done? He's uh, he's obviously had a lot of success and has worked his way to being a not only a regular but one of the top quarterbacks in the Big Ten in the country. When I when I the first time I saw Aiden throw a ball, it was on TV, and uh, his his ball in terms of the velocity and the spin on the ball really reminded me of Mark Herman. Yeah. Um, and but I think his arm his arm strength has gotten better and his velocity is better as he's since last year even, but. Uh, I think the most important thing, the thing that Joe always talked about was uh, putting the ball within the framework of the body so that the receiver could run with the ball when he caught it. Yeah. And Aiden's so accurate, and he puts the ball in the framework all the time. Uh, he can put it into really tight windows, and uh, I would say that uh, he's very comparable to the all of the great quarterbacks that Purdue's had. All right, yeah, you were also in, involved your first year with Purdue football, 1981, Jim Young's last season, worked with Coach Leon Burnett, met Joe Tiller, I assume that that was the first time you would have met Joe Tiller. But tell, first, tell us a little bit about Jim Young and what, that's, what working for Jim was like, but also that first meeting with Joe Tiller, what that was like. Um, the uh, Working for Jim Young was a, a great opportunity for me. Uh, he he uh, I still have the manual that he gave the coaching staff in 1981, and it talked about the relationships between coaches and players, uh, the relationship uh, between the head coach and assistant coaches and assistant coaches and head coaches. And then he also had one that he got from Dwight Perry when he played for Dwight Perry from at Bowling Green that talked about the way assistant coaches should prepare or the way just coaches in general should prepare for practice each day. And uh, I used that. Uh, every place I ever was with the assistant coaches that I had uh, as a way to help teach them. These are the things that you need to be responsible for every day when you walk onto the practice field. So it was an invaluable experience to work with coach young. And then uh, uh, I actually met coach Tiller in the spring of 1982. Um, He came, he came, I'd been on defense the previous year. I moved to offense. I was working with tackles and tight ends. And uh, so he came during spring ball to watch the beginning of our, our practices, but then he joined the staff in 83. Um, you know, he was a defensive coordinator and, you know, football staffs um, sometimes can be pretty segmented. So yeah. we were in our preparation room and they were in their preparation room really, you know, except when we had full staff meetings, didn't have a lot of contact with him until I came back in 2000, which was yeah. a, a fantastic opportunity too. He's a, to work for coach Tiller, uh, I could have worked for him my entire life. Yeah, uh, I learned so much from that man, and I'm our family and myself is just greatly indebted to the opportunity he gave us in 2000. Well, and you were certainly one of his closest confidants. I mean, he I think relied on you because he respected you so much for your all your coaching experience where, at the high school level, and and uh, and and the good person that you are too. But uh, you know, it's hard to imagine it's been five years since Joe's passed, but his legacy is. Still, the good thing about that is that uh, he is his legacy is pretty secure in terms of uh, where he sits in the history of Purdue football. I mean, that's been it was a magical time to be be involved with that. I'm certain from your perspective. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the kids that we got to meet, the players on the teams, you know, they they all had strong personalities, especially the 2000 team. Uh, yeah. You go across the uh, the roster and uh, on both sides of the ball. I mean, the, the, in special teams. There was just so many strong 
mentally tough kids that that would compete and, and they never backed down and and so it was uh it was just fun to be around that, that age group it's really i really like that age group yeah we, we're a little program note that on monday night we'll be we'll be airing a monday night memory show that don will be a part of as well uh, with the 2000 guys in the 2000 team and produce magical run through October, four straight wins. It really catapulted Purdue uh, to Pasadena, an amazing story and a lot of fun memories with those guys. I'm certain, but you, know, you talk about the, the, the way a football season unfolds. And for, for us lay people, us that we didn't, didn't coach. It's an interesting dynamic that week in, week out, whether you're coaching high school or been around college guys, what has been a you know your 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 just the, the maintaining equilibrium, ma- maintaining focus? What have you learned uh, in your days of not only being around high school kids but college kids that to, uh, uh, to keep them trying to keep that performance good week in and week out? That's uh, not an easy thing from a coaching staff, uh, I would think. I think that uh, one of the things that's important is the rhythm of the week. Yeah, uh, you try to do certain things on certain days so that the kids they have an expectation of what, what they're going to be expected to do each day. So you're working on fundamentals and, and basic techniques, but you're also working on that particular opponent and the things that you're going to have to work for uh, to, uh, to win that game on either Friday night or Saturday afternoon. <clears throat> and so you just have to be, you know, on Tuesdays, you do things on Wednesdays, you do things Thursdays, and you just try to be very uh, it's, it's very routine oriented. And uh, uh, when you change that routine, it's it's difficult on the coaches, and it's I think it's difficult on the players too. Yeah, no question. All right, one of the things you know, you were involved with recruiting a lot with Joe Tiller. <laughs> it is a crazy world out there now with the transfer portal, uh, social media, which was just starting to get going in your in your day. But I don't think Twitter had really started before you had you did your time on Joe Tiller's staff. But uh, how do you? I, what fundamentals, is it still the same fabric that makes a good coach back when you were coaching that makes a good one today? Or is it also a case of being able to focus and, and be able to deal with all the plates in the air? I mean, how do you see that from the, today's 2022 coach and what he, he has to deal with? I would imagine, and it's been a while since I've been involved, but I would imagine, it's a, you know, they've the, the, the recruiting staff, the recruiting departments have just really – uh blossomed i mean everybody has the personnel and they have multiple people you know uh back when i was doing it you had a recruiting coordinator and that was really it and now you you didn't have a recruiting department you didn't have people that were working in certain specific areas uh, geographically and 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 communicating with the with the prospective athletes so but the individual coaches still have to do that uh and i think it's a really hard balance for coaches to recruit an area on their own and coach their position group and, and so forth. So I think that uh, it's probably the same thing. The, the, the differences I think now is that um, it's, it's every day, you know, we yeah, used to have recruiting yeah. meetings maybe once a week, once every two weeks during the season, we didn't do that. And I think they have recruiting meetings at least once a week, if not multiple times during a week now where they spend time, Hey, we need to work on this guy. We need to do this. You know, what direction are we going to go here? And I, it's just so much more intense in the recruiting area that uh, there's a reason why they have those recruiting staffs now. Yeah, no question. It is a it's a it's a posse of people that to get that to get that done in today's world. All right, Don, we wish you a happy birthday. Enjoy the big day and enjoy your family. Most of all, 
And uh, hopefully uh, for tomorrow night, if for, for from the Purdue perspective, it'll be a be. I'm sure it's going to be an entertaining game. I, I what, what do you expect to see when you when Purdue gets out there uh, and Jeff Brom's staff? It's usually pretty entertaining football. Absolutely, it will be entertaining football. You know they do a nice job of throwing the ball. I think they do a really good job uh, of structuring their offensive attack to uh, the, their opponent. And uh, I'm looking, I look forward to seeing what they do there. And I think the defense is really playing strong. They're bringing pressures and they're doing things and they're playing very aggressive in the secondary. So um, it'd be interesting to see how the Nebraska kids handle, handle Purdue. Yeah. Guy, you know, last thing, Mark Hagan, obviously he's made uh, that, you know, well, is making a big difference with this staff. He's done a, done a terrific job with that defensive line. Mark is a, is an excellent football coach and he's an excellent recruiter. Uh, and uh, I, I was really pleased when Mark came back uh, to Purdue because I knew that the defensive line would be in good hands and, uh, and, and he does an excellent, like I said, an excellent job recruiting. He, he really reminds me of a guy by the name of Randy Hart. Yeah. He remember Randy? Coached for Jim Young. Yeah. And he was very intense, uh, very intense coach and an excellent player and, and spent 50 years as a college assistant coach. Uh, you know, so those two guys really remind me of the same thing and their intensity and how they played. And they were both excellent players in college. Yeah, the great uh, comparison. And uh, Randy Hart uh, remembered his career well. And a very good Jim Young staff defensively, especially in his early days with the Mike Hankwitz of the world and the, yep. the Randy Hart's and on uh, down the line. So, hey, have a great birthday, my friend. And uh, we 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 are privileged to celebrate a little bit of it with you. And uh, best to you and your family. And uh, and we'll enjoy watching the game tomorrow night. Thanks, Alan. It's my privilege to talk to you too. Thank you.